Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connor Rolls, and this is the Nerd at Gods podcast, episode one. Oh boy, episode 159. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. cool, cool, yep. cool, cool. Join me as always, Daniel Neverly. What's up, gamers? How's it going? Pretty good. Um, I, I need to say this again. Sure. I, I've been talking about this Psychonauts 2 documentary for so long. I'm not done yet, I'm almost done. I think I have like three parts left. It's because every episode is like varying in fucking length. The last and it's so episode. Long. The last episode is ninety-seven minutes. It's an hour and a half long. Jesus. And it's the final episode. Yeah. Yeah, I've been um, watching it too. I'm on. Uh, I finished. I think I finished episode twelve last night. And it was like nice. out of nowhere. This episode was like an hour and twenty or something like that. Hour oh, 10. was it the first Amnesia Fortnite? Yeah, yeah. Part? Oh, there's yeah. another one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, and oh, the other one cool. is an hour and a half. Yeah, 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 but then because it's like it's been pretty steady, like twenty five to forty five minutes for for a little while now. I think like the first couple episodes might have been a little longer. And then yesterday they just hit me with like a here's an hour and ten minute episode. Yeah, <laughs> like where did this? I come love from? that that they do the amnesia Fortnite thing where they'll just take two weeks, make a make yeah, it's a everyone cool make these little projects come together and like you know see what see what you got. Um, yeah, but I wanted to say that this I can't believe. You haven't even gotten to see everything yet. Uh, I can't believe that this documentary that like, like Tim Schaefer signed off on a lot of this stuff and allowed it to be not that it's like awful things, but like just how like they're in the thick of it a lot of the time. These the, the two documentary guys. That's like, personal. It's very personal. Yeah. It's very like you're not even to the, some of the most personal stuff yet. Yeah, like I it bet. gets intense. Um like I'm surprised that game even really came out, to be honest. Dude, like and looking the at crazy this thing is like this is probably how all games are. You know what I mean? Like it really does give you a really cool insight in how games are made. And like, man, what a complicated process. You see why games take so long to make. Watching this, you know, and and like it's just pretty crazy. Like we never really. I'm sure there's other documentaries and things out there you could look up, but like. I don't know. I've just it's I've like never experienced like yeah this in depth way of making games and like I don't it, it comes from someone that just plays a lot of games. I don't really understand how they're made. You know what I mean? Even watching this documentary, you don't like truly understand how they're made. You know what I mean? You get more hints, but it's 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 like a lot. Like even like no clip. A lot of like no clip. I love no clips like docs, but a lot of that is like a lot of these developers reminiscing about things. Yeah. It's not like they're in it and they're in the thick of it right now. And yeah, um, uh, Psych Odyssey, they're in it. You know, it's it's uh, it's crazy. Like, I can't wait to have you experience some of the things in the back half of this documentary. The back half of this documentary is wild. They're like basically in by the time it hits like 2020 or no, 2019, kind of the end of 2019. Oh, I it's can't like imagine COVID and stuff kicking off, too. Oh, I just got into that. They, it, they're kind of getting it right at the end of the doc. Yeah. Um, I think that's why that final episode's really long. But um, but it, when it hits to like 2019, um, which is right around the time they get bought and stuff, I'm shocked that the game was even made. Yeah, it's nuts. Especially when they show like 2016 and they're running around as Raz and stuff already. And you're just like, wow. <laughs> like it, it still didn't come out for another five years, you know? And it's just crazy. And it's, it's cool seeing the ideas planted of what we played in Psychonauts 2. You know what I mean? It's like, I really like that episode with Tim and the other guy. Uh, I forget his name. Is it Scott? Um, the other director of Psychonauts 2. I forget. Uh, uh, Zach. Zach, yeah. 
I really like that episode where they're just sitting down, just hammering out the story details of it. And, like, they don't even have it fully down yet. It just seems so, like, how did this amazing story even come from these post-it notes that they just have sitting on a board? You know what I mean? And uh, Yeah. Yeah, the, like, the final product. How did it even ends up getting there? You just, like, it, it seems so impossible at that point. Uh, you might not have made the connection yet, because I, mean, I guess you just watched the, the first Amnesia Fortnite. Yeah. But the they got the documentary guy to do one, to run mm-hmm. a project in that. Uh, his thing is actually just a level in Psychonauts 2. Oh, is it? Okay. So yeah, if think about it. Think about when they, you know... What was his again? So his, his pitch was having you feed uh, food to the gods. Oh, but if right, you remember... Right. In in Psychonauts too, there's the level where you're making food, you're cooking food, you're chopping food, and you're feeding it to the judges like you're in a game show. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh, this so was the nucleus that, of that huh? idea. It's from the guy from the documentary. Isn't that cool? Wow, that is cool. And I guess they made costume quests just from one of these. Yeah, costume quests was one. That's where that came from. There's a that's few cool. of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I can't wait to see what they're making next. Yeah. Guys yeah, I can't wait for you to keep fine. watching. I know. Um, um, apparently, there's hints towards the end of this documentary. I think maybe in that final next. episode that like they might have had a couple of projects, small things kind of going because yeah. like you kind of get hints of it. The Psychonauts two team that you see um, is not everyone that double fine. Yeah. They have other teams that were making other things well, they at were, that time. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the documentary they don't focus on the Headlander guys, which was a game the Headlander guys in like 2016. Yep. But uh, you know, they're making that. They talk about that, and then um, of course the, the VR game. They like just wrapped that up in my or where yeah. I'm at in like episode ten ish. So yeah, and now everyone's hopping on board to Psychonauts two. Entirely. Well, then there's the Rad team if you remember that game. I don't remember that game. It was that roguelite type of game. I know Tim Schafer said a little while ago, Double Fine has multiple projects in development yeah. still, so I wonder if they're all split off again more, because um, traditionally Double Fine does put out a lot of games like pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like all one team, just on one thing all the time there. Yeah, maybe we'll see something this year. Um, not released, but like, you know, have a, an announcement or something, you know? They, 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 they're pretty interesting studio um yeah. oh, i, I think they I, definitely could i mean I'm, i imagine one of those is a smaller type game i mean it's got to be they're probably making a couple smaller type games yeah, For, yeah that documentary... like that headliner game i never even heard of <laughs> you know oh you I, never heard of that game no i never even mm-hmm. heard of that game i mean maybe i did when back when it, i think it came out in like 2016 so maybe i did back then but yeah I, i've never i couldn't remember it until they uh actually yeah. said something <laughs> like your head pops off and you're like doing metroidvania stuff or something yeah adult swim sure. published it <laughs> i did not know that <laughs> um the last thing i have to say before we move on is the interesting thing is you kind of see tim schaefer um kind of take a step back let he he kind of lets zach kind of take the lead of the entire thing and kind of sits back and kind of writes and isn't kind of in meetings all the time he isn't always there all the time um, I well, I like how it... the employees describe it. They're like mom and dad, you know, Tim's yeah. mom, the, the the other guy's dad. Uh, it gets, I don't want to spoil much for you. It's interesting that his lack of presence there and what hap- what that leads to. Oh, interesting. Okay, it's um, easy to be here. Yeah, I got to watch that. I think well, because t- like, it's like you could tell Zach is very much the, the uh, we got to get shit done guy. You know yeah. what I mean? And you could tell like, 
like all, probably all video games at least on this level need someone like that like they need someone that's gonna be like okay we have to be done on this day i will fire people etc you know what i mean yeah yeah keep that in your head when you keep going though. interesting okay cool yeah. cool. i don't want to say more i don't want to does he I know still it's work there do we know we're getting really into this doc but like Who? the zach guy is like is he currently there no comment no comment oh interesting okay that comes up wow, wow. I, I wonder no if... comment no comment yeah, i will doc. say right. i will say this documentary goes a lot of places that you're not going to be ready for really okay yeah i can't wait yeah. to get into the microsoft stuff too when they sold it and stuff i yeah, just they haven't even touched on that you got to get to like episode 20 something when does that happen 2018 because they're in 2017 right now it was, okay. it was e3 it was on the stage oh really okay i mean they tim go they do a part of the, one of the episodes is tim going to e3 interesting yeah cool also i'm surprised like netflix didn't pick up this documentary or something like hulu or something i'm surprised like one of these big places didn't I, I i bet they pitched it to everywhere well i think that now double fine owns that two-player productions so they don't need to oh put it on their youtube channel okay because, like, uh, I don't want to say much, but, like, Asif, the the other guy, it's Paul and Asif. Yeah. Asif, um, after he does that, this is a minor spoiler, he kind of dips his toe more into, like, development because he likes, you know, he's he was there for a while. He did their other documentary a long time ago. So he he does a little bit more there. So it's, like, they probably just bought him, you know, and we, we don't need it. Yeah. All right, Daniel. Well, it's been another busy week in the world of video games. Yeah, everyone decided to release news in like just a few days. Yeah, I mean we're getting more today later, so should have yeah. some interesting stuff to talk about. But first up, then uh, Konami is planning on making a big presence at E3, or apparently this is all a rumor. So, but here's what they have planned so far: they will have a pretty big E3. There's apparently going to be a new Castlevania game there. No word yet on an MGS collection of some sort with the older games, but. There's an MGS3 remake being out there, which we've had rumors about before that we talked about on this show before. And then the MGS3 remake could decide what comes out in the future. So based off sales and, you know, player feedback on that and stuff, we'll see where MGS goes in the future. Metal Gear Solid. So, Daniel, how we feel yeah. about all this? Yeah, I do want to give Andy Robinson a shout out to from VGC. Andy That's Robinson. Uh, I guess they just started a podcast at VGC. And he was okay. talking about that on on podcast so good first scoop andy um, yeah um yeah i don't really necessarily need another metal gear solid remake i kind of just wish i would prefer to put one through five on a, on a collection and just put that out that's really all i, I would even do. want the other like i want like peace walker and stuff too you know peace walker is backwards compatible on xbox cool but like if we're making a collection um, of all of them add that sure. in there too you know what i mean For, yeah, yeah sure throw peace walker um I feel like all the important ones, because I know Peace Walker is a very important one, right? So it's like, it's I feel like we gotta yeah, get them. Yeah, and I mean, then you also have Metal Gear Solid uh, or Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, yeah. which technically is still canon, but it's in the future more. Hmm. Um, yeah, I would like a collection more, but I, I'd be interested in a Metal Gear Solid Three remake. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Well, this so, is the one. I mean, we've talked about this last year money and be the year before this is the one that's been heavily rumored so i think this one's coming to fruition just because we've heard about it so many times now that this one seems like the most real one out of all the metal gear rumors we've heard so we're probably getting it yeah if you remember this is a while ago um when the last e3 happened not in 2022 but in 2021 konami was supposed to be there do you yeah. remember didn't they, they pull were supposed out to like be last there? minute yeah 
they pulled out they pulled out pretty late and they said that they had stuff to show and it's been it'll now be two years if they do an e3 thing so it's like man they really just we're gonna show the early footage or whatever logos and stuff so if they've been sitting for this long they must have something to show um and i wouldn't be surprised if they show silent hill stuff they just got announced a bunch why not show some more yeah, I'm surprised they didn't, if they're going to do a big E3 thing, I'm surprised they didn't just hold the Silent Hill stuff until then, you know? Yeah, when was that? And, and October last year, last year yeah. maybe? november Yeah, right around there. So, you know, not more, what, like four months removed from that? I guess they would have had to wait another eight months to talk about any of that, but yeah. it's just like, you might as well just, because it doesn't seem like any of those Silent Hill games are coming out before that anyways, so it's like, eh, you could have just hold that, but... Whatever, the only reason why I would see they wouldn't is raise their stock. Oh, hey, we got a bunch of stuff announced. Invest in us. You yeah. Know? Like, I could see that being the reason why, but yeah. So, uh, this Metal I, Gear Solid 3 thing, um, I think that's cool because at least this is the beginning of the, the, the main storyline, right? Like, it's not like it spoils stuff for the. Or it might. I, I'm not entirely sure how this story goes. I do know that this one is like the beginning point of Metal Gear, right? Of the characters that we know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think like there is Metal Gear one and two not solid yeah i don't really know much of the plot of those games though i don't know um but in terms of the main solid games yeah this is really the start um you get big boss becoming big boss um one of the best characters of all time the boss come on i want to see it. all these characters in their hd glory not just a hd pachinko machine you don't want that? Uh, I, don't. Like the I don't. I don't. I don't. personally. Uh, yeah. Okay. So MGS3 remake looking likely. Now this new Castlevania game, Daniel. Yes. How you please. feeling about that? What do you want from there? Oof. That's that's the question, isn't it? Um. What does my heart say, or what do I think they'll do? I want There's... both. Okay. What do you want first? Heart. My what heart you says. You ready? Yeah. My heart says I want in a direct. Mm. no not even a sequel give me just symphony of the night 2 that's what i want a direct oh, sequel okay. symphony okay. of the night 2 alucard sure. same pixel art um awesome music and that's it that that's, that's my heart my head says it's gonna be a third person action game mm. in vain of the um whatever those were called uh lord of the shadow games lord yeah. of the shadow yeah 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 I think that's what it will be if there is a new one. I, th I don't think the two, 2D games, they, they need big successes right now for Konami, especially if they're trying to get back into making stuff. So I think that they probably want a big action game. Um, the question is, is it a Belmont or is it Alucard? Mm. I mean, I think Alucard's the better character, but I mean, you get Richter Belmont, which is a great character. Um, they could do something more along the lines of what the anime was with Trevor start there maybe yeah i'd like to see him go the route they're going with silent hill make both of those things right like make a big triple oh, a whatever you want right and then let some indie team make a smaller 2d type of game more traditional castlevania type of thing um i think that'd be a good way to go with it yeah please give me that 2d yeah, my only point in reference with Castlevania is the show. So I've not, I've never played a Castlevania. That's a game. fine. Point. I've touched those those three day three D games before, but uh, yeah, I've never gotten too deep into anything Castlevania. So I'd like one. I'd like a new one to get like really into. That'd be cool. I mean, if you're curious, I say play Symphony of the Night. Like it's yeah. it holds up very well. Does it? Okay. Yeah, you just have to understand the type of game that it is, you know, and 
So I know you're not thinking of 2D. Who do we think is making both of these with the MGS3 unique and the Newcastlevania? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, I think that I don't think we could even guess, to be honest, because most of the yeah. time it seems like they're just kind of going and getting studios. So I don't think it's anybody really big that we would know. I think that maybe what I would like to see is them stop working with other places and kind of rebuild themselves and inner Konami development again. Um, I think we need just more, you know, big third parties to like, I want Konami to be back. I know that we've kind of bashed Konami for how they've treated um, Kojima and, you know, <laughs> just a lot of the bad stuff there, but. I just wonder I if like they're interested in that still, you know, like we know they're interested now in giving out their IP and uh, having other people make games of them. Right. But we, we don't we have not seen Konami themselves make anything in a long, long time. So, yeah, I guess that'd be the question. Right. Are they still interested in even doing that? If I had a guest though for the new Castlevania game, why not let the Dead Cells guys like they're already making that DLC? Why not let them that make a whole game? Right? Yeah. yeah. Why not let them do that for the MGS3 remake? I have. I mean, who? It could be anyone, right? Like, yeah. Who, who knows? It's just a remake, anyways. I mean, they're letting fucking blooper team do the Silent Hill two one, so True. literally be anyone. And I guess yeah, they're not that is a, a good pairing, right? A horror studio making a horror remake, right? So th- maybe they will go for someone. I couldn't even think of anyone that could that makes something. IO Interactive. IO Interactive. Eh, that'd be cool, right? <laughs> they're busy. <laughs> they got their hands full, but yeah, I think maybe. they're making two games right now. Yeah. Yeah, it would be someone like that, though, right? Someone that just makes sense. Someone that makes AAA stealth games. So, yeah, yeah I, uh, I don't know. I have to rack my head around about that one. But, uh, yeah. But nonetheless, a lot of Konami stuff coming out in the future, probably. Hopefully they all look good. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the plan, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't have it look bad. Uh Next up, then, Microsoft has announced it's signing... This is from VGC, by the way. Microsoft has announced it's signed a 10-year biding legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo platforms on the same day it's due to appear at an EU hearing. Bum, bum, bum. Now, we got, like, a hint of this. Was it last year? It might have been this year yeah. still. I can't, even, I can't keep track of this stuff anymore. But, uh... uh I can tell you. Yeah, at some point. So we know. No, it was it was right at the end of last year. Right at the end of last year. Okay, cool. So yeah, Microsoft, Nintendo, ten year agreement to can bring Call of Duty to future consoles, and I mean maybe the Switch as well. We don't know. Daniel, how you feeling? Yeah, I mean this has really been what Microsoft has been saying the whole time. You know, they 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 want to bring more things to more platforms in different ways. Um, we'll talk right after this about another thing, another place they're going to be bringing more games there. Um, with the Nintendo thing, I'm not really sure. Their wording is very weird. I'm not sure that they're going to be bringing more than just Call of Duty. Um, I mean, it's I guess the it would same make thing. sense to here, bring... Let me, let me bring in this one, because I feel like it's the same thing here as well. Okay. Microsoft has also inked a 10-year deal to bring all of its PC games to NVIDIA's GeForce Now mm-hmm. streaming service including Activision Blizzard games, should the acquisition go through. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That also ties into all this. Yeah, see, and that says they're, de- they're, they're directly saying Xbox games and Activision games. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like splitting with the... With it, the... it seems like the PC Game Pass games would be there, right? That's, yes. that's kind of what they're saying. Yes. Yeah. So anything PC Game Pass. But the, the Nintendo one, I'm not sure if they're going to be bringing, you know, Halo right or gears and stuff i don't know if that's their goal or is it just call of duty 
um i think their goal ultimately is to bring game pass there is yes, to bring game that is pass the... to, to all these things right i I, yeah. I think that's their ultimate goal there so i think at some point we could see that we could see halo on a nintendo switch or even on a playstation at some point you would just need to bring game pass over to there and i think that's their ultimate goal right uh yes for sure i mean if they could put um uh game pass on um uh i'm sorry uh, my i just lost track of what the playstation i couldn't think of playstation you just get a text that's the, and now you just don't know where you are i did i, I did i did completely take it out of um my mother just uh, just messaged me and then i just forgot what i was saying you gotta answer um, it's okay yes of course uh playstation they if they could get game pass on playstation they would do it in a heartbeat 100 uh if they can get it on nintendo they would do it in a heartbeat that's um, that's truly how you become the Netflix gaming streaming. Series. Yes, that's that's how you do it. You got to be everywhere, and we know yeah, they're, I, they're 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 sure. playing around with putting it on TVs and stuff. I think it's on one of the TVs right now. It might be LG or something like that, where you can download the Xbox app and play Game Pass through there, and all you need is a controller. I think that's the ultimate goal here for Xbox. So these ten year agreements and stuff like that, it's like. Yeah, we'll sign any agreement you want, because why not? Because we're trying to get Game Pass on there anyways. And I feel like Nintendo would be very open to that. I don't know what this NVIDIA streaming thing is. I don't I don't even know what that is. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. Yeah, it's uh it's a cloud service. Okay. By sure. N- NVIDIA. Oh, it's okay. A... Strictly cloud service, gotcha. Yes. The so interesting we... thing here, I'm gonna put a little wrinkle in here. Yeah. Uh a, f- a few years ago, you know, before this, you know, acquisition was even in talks. Um, Activision took all their games off of GeForce Now. Did they? Okay, they were on there. I I would have to like look onto GeForce Now if it's back on now. I would assume it is, um, but I don't know for sure. So it might already, it might still be off of GeForce Now. This so might be is re- this like a way to stream things to Nvidia like tablets and stuff? No, the, you could do it on your browser, on your browser and stuff too. But um, they have like tablets and stuff, right? Because I'm just wondering for the Switch, like. Will it all be cloud streaming stuff? You know, like who knows how they, powerful Nintendo's next gen console like will both. be? Yeah. Um, the Nvidia thing is like they. I mean, you could just do it on your website and your browser and stuff. Gotcha. Um, like I have a friend that did it on a just a really cheap laptop just to test it, and it was working pretty well. So, okay, uh, it's all about internet and stuff. Um, like, yeah, I think it. it the the question with Nintendo is there is the Switch and the Switch Pro or uh, a Switch Two, you know, like their console right now, it would have to be cloud stuff. Like you'd probably have to put X Cloud on there first. A hundred percent with the Switch, I think. But like, I think the question would be, could you download stuff onto the next one? Maybe in the beginning, right, onto the next Nintendo console. Like maybe the first couple years, Call of Duty would run on there. But I still gotta imagine. Nintendo, whatever their next console is, is going to be a good amount behind what we have currently with the PS5 and Series X. So I got to imagine, even in a couple years, Call of Duty won't be able to run on there again. Well, the way you alleviate that is you have a team, because they have so many working on Call of Duty. Hopefully it kind of slims and you let some of them do other things, but they have a lot of teams there. You could have to have one team just make a Switch port. Uh, like that would have to be what it is and they did it for a long time they had a bunch of wii uh call of duties i think they had a ds call of duty they had vita call of duties 
Um, Those are like almost Call different Duty... games, though, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, some of them are. but Maybe like, not Wii... the Wii ones, yeah. But yeah, like... the Wii ones, they've had Black Ops. I think Modern Warfare, was. they had a Wii one. I remember the like... World at War one. The World at War had one, yep. Yeah. Um, so, like, we had ports. So, I think that they could just probably just port a... They they said they said what content parody at least or yeah. feature parody yeah so it at least have every mode and things but it would have to be pretty scaled back yeah I just wonder when we get into like 2026 2027 you know like are they still and even by then we're are at that point we're thinking about PS6 and the next Xbox right so it's like I don't know Nintendo's just always going to be a couple steps yeah. behind these other consoles in terms of power and stuff so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see how that plays out. But the deal, nonetheless, yeah, cool, great. Bring Call of Duty everywhere. Who cares? Yeah, uh, we'll we'll keep seeing. I did, I didn't really want to talk too much about the deal, but I just felt like this was something at least to talk about with the Nvidia and Nintendo thing. Definitely. Uh, keeping with some Xbox news, in an update from Tango GameWorks, it's been announced that CEO and founder Shinji Mikami will be leaving the studio in a couple of months. Uh, it was also said he's been preparing the team for his departure for the last few years. No word yet on if Mikami's next move is going to be him going to a different studio or if he's just straight up retiring. He has hinted at retirement in the past and he said it's coming soon. So this could be that. Yeah, that, it feels like that for sure. That's kind of how I was taking it. Yeah, I just wonder. I, I would bet in the coming days we get like a letter from him saying he's fully retiring or something like that, you know, cause it doesn't sound like he's going anywhere else. And uh, I, I just wonder why they didn't just put that out right away. Maybe he just doesn't want to quite yet, but uh, I, I would have liked both those news pieces to come together that he's leaving the studio yeah. and he's just retiring. Yeah. Maybe we'll see something more. Um, Yeah. It's interesting. Like if you actually look at, you know, I didn't really, I, I kind of looked into this a little bit ago. Um, The guy that did um, hi-fi rush uh, J- uh, Joe Johannes, Joe like Jonas. he actually, yeah, <laughs> he's a Jonas brother. The uh, he actually directed Evil Within two. Yeah. So like, Mikami hasn't even directed really their last two games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I guess he's more producing and writing and things like that in the back end. Um, so it's like he, it seems like he, like he's, I guess the your quote. I'm not sure where that was from, but. It, it was but... from some he said it in 2019 that his retirement he he was like okay. I'm getting, i can't i could find the actual article but he okay. he basically was like uh you know i'm getting older <laughs> you know i yeah. can't do this forever he's so. a legend he's been yeah around for... he's been around for so long at this point so it's it's i mean it's gonna it's gonna happen man i mean all these like legendary developers they're they're getting up there in age you know like a lot of people we grew up with it's just uh Miyamo- once miyamoto retires yeah, what's, how die. old is Miyamoto? <laughs> Miyamoto's in his 70s, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, that's not far off. We're not getting many more games from a lot of these guys, you know? Oh, like, 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 a lot of these guys are getting they're getting older, man. It's, uh, I know. But in, the, in this case, I think with Tango Gameworks, they're in a great spot now, you know? I think he's leaving them in a great spot. They just put out, arguably, at least critically, their best game, right? And uh, maybe not financially yet, but we don't know. And uh, they're they're in a great spot though, I think, especially with this Joe Johannes guy. I think he's yeah really a good leader for that team. Yeah, maybe even kind of because I I forget the director of it was uh, Ikumi Nakamura, but then somebody else stepped in. I know that also uh, Shinji Mikami stepped in a little bit too. But there was another director in that studio as well. So maybe they will kind of doing do a um what a lot of these developers have been doing kind of splitting their studio a bit 
keep seems like they already honest. did right because they put out yeah. ghostwire tokyo last year so there must have been two teams one working on high five this team is one working on ghostwire yeah definitely his team's pretty small so maybe just keep joe doing joe johannes doing his thing and keep them maybe doing horror or whatever kind of cool weird thing they want to do like I, Ghostwire Tokyo, it wasn't like a fantastic game. I had a fun time with that game. Um, I know you kind of fell off, but like I'd agree. I think it, too. I thought it was unique. It was, you know, yeah, cool world to run around in. Cool I, mean, I think I think a little bit generic open world side. I mean, they could work on that for a sequel. But yeah, I thought it was a cool game too. I think if they made it a more linear game and yeah. kind of maybe a little more narrative focused, because I think they had some cool narrative things there. But you know, I just think they kind of missed the mark. But yeah. Um, so did did you see the um, Evil Within three tease in Within Hi Fi Rush? Did you hear about this? No, I must have missed it. So there's an Easter egg in Hi Fi Rush. Apparently, there's like a news feed going past the TV screen at one point, and it says like popular horror game developer developing a third game or something like that in in a series. Mm. So there's like there's a hint towards Evil Within three. So maybe they're working on that. It makes sense. Yeah, and that trilogy, right? Wrap that wrap that story up. But we've talked about the Easter egg of sebastian being that robot guy yeah. walking around with his little partner or whatever mm -hmm. like that is a hint of evil within already so it's like yeah it, it makes they sense. clearly got evil within on their mind so probably be looking at a third one of those in the near future i'd imagine i wonder if that's if that's kind of is this now the split because joe johannes did the two maybe they're kind of go to this keep maybe have this other guy kind of take the reins for three or is is he going to take three I, guess would be my I would hope you move Joe Johannes on and his team onto a Hi-Fi Rush sequel. That would Please. be my hope. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so cancel all your plans. Just go full board with <laughs> that Hi-Fi Rush plans. sequel, cancel man, because like you got something there. Yes, you do. Uh, all right, Daniel. Moving on to the exciting world of PlayStation. PlayStation will be holding a state of play in about an hour here, so <laughs> uh, it'll Actually, already be out. Now. But is, is it, it not now? now? I know. I think it. I thought it was 4 p.m. ET. If it's oh, it now, great, because we can get the news in a couple seconds. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll already be out by the time you're listening to this. So not much to talk about here. We know what do they have here? They'll have five new PSVR 2 titles coming from partners, some hot indie and third party reveals, and an extended look at Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. So the, get okay. 15 minutes of that. There's two games that that indie that that has to be. Right. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. For the for the uh, the third party in indie, Little Devil Inside, Goodbye Volcano High. Where yeah. are these games? I would also say Tachia. He is weird. Tachia, you remember that the the Chia pets? I do. Um, <laughs> she is weird because Chia has been both at like PlayStation stuff and uh, directs, but I think it was last at Nintendo. Was it? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. I just that think it was of it. all three of those games together because there was a couple other indies they revealed right around the same time too, and all those games were revealed right around the same time at PlayStation State of Play. So I'm just like, okay, it's time to get these games out the door. Yeah. So those th those three, I think for sure. the The VR stuff kind of sucks. That it sounds like there's going to be no uh, first party stuff. Seems like man, they're really like they needed to come out strong. It's but... dead. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Uh, playstation does not care about vr you can tell like they're if if they really cared we would have had a state of play two weeks ago focused solely on vr you know and yeah. it's just they don't care it's we're barely gonna hear about vr too for the foreseeable future i'd imagine so do you think there are any big surprises here 
No, I mean this sounds like a pretty lackluster show. Uh, yeah. I I mean I'm excited to see Suicide Squad because uh, that's the big I've, thing. Yeah, sure. I've been asking for just straight up gameplay of that game. Like, what is this game for the longest time? And uh, it seems like we'll finally get it here. We're supposed to be getting 15 minutes just of that, so we we better actually find out what that game actually is. But no, I don't I don't think there's anything. You know, I mean. Half Life Alex is always out there, I guess, but who knows if At that's ever going to happen. Does Valve even care? No, <laughs> they probably know. don't, but it's just like that. If you're going to mention PSVR 2 stuff is going to be there from third parties, I'm always going to think Half Life Alex could You'd be hope there, so. right? Because people just, need to play that game. I mean, that's the yeah. one thing everyone wants. So it's just if you're going to mention that at all, I'm always going to be like, okay, hopefully Half Life Alex is there. Yeah. But yeah, I don't see too much. I mean, I don't know, maybe some Silent Hill stuff, maybe some Resident Evil stuff, you know, PlayStation's typical partners could be there. But yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know. I'm no, not expecting Exo too much Primal from this. Yeah, that could be there. You know, could be, yeah, I was about to bring that up. Pragmata, where the fuck is that game? Where is maybe this Maybe that's there. <laughs> it's been you know? two years. But <clears throat> So we know Jeff Grubb's been saying that this was coming and then that there's a bigger PlayStation showcase supposed to happen before E3 time. So I, I think he was like alluding to like end of May. Yeah end of may ish so if that's the case i'd imagine pragmato would be there you know a big new triple a capcom game they're probably yeah. gonna want that the actual showcase and not this smaller state of play so yeah i'm not expecting too much for this but we'll find out soon i guess yeah maybe a new tech and trailer yeah i could see a new character maybe a new street yeah. fighter character or something like that too uh, something like that street could fighter, happen yeah. yeah all right well can you believe they announced that thing wow wow that was that was a crazy thing, man. Wow. <laughs> Game changer. Someone said. Game changer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> PlayStation's actually I can't closing. believe what Superman wow. just did. You know? Oh, holy shit. It's that actually crazy a Superman thing. game. It's actually a Superman game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of directs and whatnot, the next play, po the next Pokemon directs, to say PlayStation, the next Pokemon presents will be on February 27th, and it'll last about 20 minutes. Here we go, Daniel. Getting yeah. our uh, typical Pokemon presents around this time. It's like mm -hmm. clockwork now. Always, always. Um, because it's right around Pokemon Day. I forget what day that is. I should know. There's a Pokemon Day? Wow. Yeah, there is. Of course there is. Um, uh, we're getting the, the DLC for Scarlet and Violet. Like, yeah, that's, that's for that's sure what this it, is. Right. Like, they're not doing three games anymore. So um, that third game is just kind of taken up by DLC. Um. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be a two-parter like it was for Sword and Shield. Um, I can't imagine it is. Maybe it'll just do one really big one. I don't I don't know. Yeah. The last uh, ones for Sword and Shield were pretty big. Yeah, they were pretty big. I didn't play them. I wasn't really that interested. But, um, yeah, I'd be, I, 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 Pokemon's one of my favorite franchises of all time. So I, I always want to see more Pokemon. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully they don't give us anything dumb like another Let's Go game or... Yeah, I was I was gonna ask. Do you think we get like another remake or something like that? No, I mean they might. I hope not. I mean, last year I think we were all going into it like, who knows what that's gonna be, and they ended up revealing the next mainline one, right? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what they, what it's gonna be. Okay. Okay. The direct it's the direct's gonna start. It's going to flash a Pikachu, mm -hmm. and you're going to see Jigglypuff sing, mm -hmm. and the the Pikachu's gonna fall asleep, and it's gonna be pokemon sleep Ooh, okay. for 20 minutes okay. you're gonna watch pikachu sleep didn't they announce a detective pikachu game for the switch like and... three years ago yeah where is that could <laughs> that be know. here that's got... <laughs> um, hopefully that's here I'd, that'd I mean, be I'd cool like to play that yeah that'd be cool 
I, I, I would like to play the first one because the first one's supposed to be a very good game. Yeah. I Wasn't think it like a remake only? of this first one or just like a part? Uh, I don't think it... there has been. No, okay, but wasn't that what they announced like a couple of years ago? No, they announced a new game. A that was a, that was a full on new one. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I wonder where that is. So maybe that ends up popping up here, but uh, we'll find out next week. Are what day is that? Tuesday? Movie? It's Wednesday, I think. Right? Wednesday. Okay. Uh, twenty seventh. No, it's a Monday. Twenty seventh, right? Okay. Monday. Cool. Well, we'll have that and the state of play news next week. Yeah. Um. More direct news, a Super Mario Bros. movie direct will be held sometime next month and have the final trailer for the movie. How many trailers for this movie do we need? Uh, When does the movie come out? The movie comes out in April. It's only 90 minutes long, and we probably have every scene in a trailer. Yeah, we need more. I would say, uh, if I'm going to estimate how many more trailers, I'd say about 10. We need probably about 10 more. Okay. If they could just do me a favor and put the whole movie out in a trailer and then just like put that on YouTube on or Twitter, it's just an hour and a half movie. Oh, I love it. You ever see that one Twitter account that just posts movies? It's no. Like, Here's Too Fast, Too Furious on your Twitter feed. I need, I also need about 50 more screenshots and posters. Okay, sure, sure. We about definitely 50. need more posters. Don't have Not enough, enough posters. Not enough. All right, well, we'll get that sometime. Uh, next up then, Saudi Arabia has sh- strikes again. About Saudi Arabia's revenge. <laughs> it's like, we oh, hinted man. at this last week. Uh, they have now raised their stakes in EA and Take Two as well. Uh, after raising their stakes in Nintendo last week, Saudi Arabia is slowly taking over video games. Yep, love to see it. Can't buy an EA game now or Take Two. Don't buy GTA Six. No, do I mean, you can't, can't buy- really buy any game now if you True. think about what, it. What What is buying something? You know, yeah, I don't know. You don't own it, right? So, you, why would you buy something you can't own? The only game we can play is Flappy Bird. Well, you could play Flappy a Flappy Bird knockoff in Goat Simulator. Is that um, a real thing? The, the the goat smacks his head against the TV, mm-hmm. and then you can like play a Flappy Bird mini game. And it's that. literally just Flappy Bird. It's great. Okay, badass. Yeah, Goat Simulator one's awesome. It's but, such a stupid game. Way to go, Saudi Arabia. Next up, <laughs> insider gaming sources were told that NetEase acquired uh, Quantic Dream for around 100 million euros. So 100 million euros in American money is about $6. So, Ooh, you know, I, over think, I mean, I would say it's probably closer to 750. I don't 750? Know. Okay, yeah. a little bit off. I guess it brings yeah. a little bit. Um, so I'm going to go over to UK and I'm going to just buy Sims Whole Family. No. <laughs> and, and i'm gonna just i'm gonna just force all of them all uh, him and all his six kids and his wife to to, to platinum games for me nice. you know you i'll get them all a ten dollar bill on their table yeah. and then you're like keep the change they all freaking out <laughs> <laughs> fucking rich they start bowing down to me <laughs> but he can't the... pick up the ten dollar bill connor you know why why because of his tiny hands <laughs> He's trying to pick up. It's too heavy for him. <laughs> it's a piece of paper. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Sims. <laughs> uh, the third world country that is the UK, you know. Poor, poor English blokes. Yeah. Uh, Quantic Dream makes sense. They, um, sure. They've been in a weird way since kind of the... I don't know. I wouldn't consider it a Sony departure or like a PlayStation departure, but like kind of the, they're kind of splitting a little bit of them publishing a lot of their games. So yeah. they've been kind of a little rocky. Well, they had a three game deal with them and those yeah. came out and just seemed like eh, it didn't work. 
PlayStation wasn't interested in buying them after that, and uh, they didn't seem too interested in working too closely with PlayStation anymore. So, yeah, so they struck a deal to make a Star Wars game, and um, yeah, and that's just been going swimmingly, apparently. So, swimmingly, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's great coming out in 2036. So, we'll, we'll see that soon. <laughs> Gonna be great. Was a cool trailer, though. It was, it was a very cool trailer. trailer. I like yeah. the trailer a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows I like the promise of the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Inspired by The Last of Us. Okay, guys. <laughs> why don't you Why don't you go make that first? Uh, next up, a huge shakeup at Firaxis Games. We'll see Marvel's Midnight Suns and XFAM director Jake Solomon, as well developed studio head leave. It's wait, wait, wait. Where's the studio head's name? Where's this news article? Uh, Anyways, what is Jake name? Solomon is leaving. Yeah. The director yep. of Marvel's Midnight Suns and director of XCOM, as well mm-hmm. as the studio head who is not named in this BGC article. Sorry about that. There is a name somewhere. I can't remember. I'll click in the article and find. And then they also there the there is a lady that stepped up that has also been there for a long time. She has yeah. taken over the role. I I think her name's like studio head Steve Martin will also be leaving. Steve Martin, yes. And uh, do you have the lady's name? Uh, is her name in that article as well? I will try to find it. But how are you feeling about this? Studio heads leaving. Seems like guys that have been there for a long time at Fraxis. Yeah. Um, it sounds like the Fraxis is kind of like in a. We need to kind of keep making games that we know, and it seems like because Jake Solomon also came out and was like, he is like firing with like a new idea, and he wants to go and pursue this new idea. Sounds like he doesn't want to make a strategy game again, and it sounds like they kind of wanted him to keep making games in the similar vein because even midnight suns is it's a strategy game but it's different um but they wanted him to kind of keep making that uh, that type of game and he didn't want to so um it kind of sucks because i like jake solomon a lot if you see him in any interview he's always very fun to to listen to um uh, i'm just gonna keep an eye out for him and where he goes or if he starts a new studio is this just another person gonna start a double a studio you know yeah, that oh. seems to be the uh, the hot thing to do right now. Yeah, but he's not really a studio head. He's a he's a a, a designer, a game designer. He you know through and through. Um, that also um, he also directs games as well. So I don't know. Well, he, let me he, tie this one in here for you to yeah. give you give you some other news. In other Firaxis news, the company has announced the next Civilization game is in development. So we know what they're working on next. Yeah, I mean it's been a little while since uh civ 6 right it's been six years or so i think it came out in 2017 or 2018 yeah it's been a while so we haven't seen a civ game in a a while so it makes sense it's we civ has been simmering for a little too long a little bit too long all right yeah i'm not super into this development team so i don't really have too much to say but yeah new civilization game sounds cool we'll see where uh jake solomon ends up going yeah interesting nonetheless next up the upcoming Souls-like game, Liza P, has a release window of August 2023. I'm going to at you sometime this summer. I thought this one would be sooner, Danny. Yeah, they made it seem like it, but it's, it's a, this team's kind of making a pretty big game, so <clears throat> they, they probably need to take their time, right? Yeah. Like, It seems pretty great from what we've seen. Um, we don't really know, you know the actual quality of the game yet, but August seems to be okay. I don't, we don't really know a lot in the fall or the winter yet. Like, this is probably the furthest out we know. I can't think of anything else yet. I guess the new Call of Duty, rumored Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but, I can't think of anything past that, but yeah. Uh, well, I guess the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. 
winter, but that's kind of it. Fair. Yeah, yeah, I think this game looks awesome. Uh, Pokemon and or not Pokemon. Uh, what's Pinocchio. It Pinocchio. <laughs> I was Pokemon about to say Piccolo. <laughs> Piccolo. I take cool. a Piccolo Souls game though. I'll tell you what, that sounds Piccolo badass. Souls game. Yeah, just running around fighting big big monkeys yeah. or something. You know, he does that thing. Yeah, his 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 beam. He shoots his beam out. Yeah, that's badass. I love it when he's got to like charge it. He's like, "Hang on, Goku, I need ten minutes." <laughs> like, dude, you can't take ten minutes off. We're in a fight. <laughs> like, hang on. Like, we don't got time for this. You know what I love about Dragon Ball Z? How they all just sit there and watch while they're all yeah, so, for sure. So respectable. Like, it's okay, respect. Yeah, these it's two the are one fighting. On one fight. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not jumping in there. We could all handle this problem right now. Like, we could all <laughs> we just can gain kill up. this man right we now. We could all gain up on Cell right now and murder him completely. But we're not. No, no, gonna no. Because you have to build to Gohan beating him. Right. Sure, sure, you have sure. To build to that. No, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Gohan's literally fighting to save the planet right now, and we're all just watching. You know, let's not do anything, guys. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, Liza P looks very cool. Uh, coming out in August, so looking forward to it. Yeah, th- it's going to be interesting because, like, this game, it's already getting a Souls-like competitor this year, right? With, like uh, Wolong. With Wolong, it's yeah. like Wolong seems like that's going to hit for me harder even though I'm pretty excited for Liza P as well. Um, and we'll At launch. least they're a good distance apart, right? What is that, like six months, that something like will that? will help, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, uh, two new Souls games coming out this year that aren't from FromSoft, from so... Maybe yeah. they'll get the Elden Ring DLC and it'll eat all, both their launches. Oof. I don't the know. The Elden Ring DLC comes out in August, like, oof. Oh, no. <laughs> Big oof. oof. Next up, then. Uh, Ubisoft has confirmed their E3 2023 plans... Uh, they will be at the show from June 13th through 15th. They'll also be doing their traditional Ubisoft. What do they call it? Ubisoft Plays or something? The forwards. E- forwards. That's it. That's their direct style show. But yeah, Ubisoft will be at E3. Good to know. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot to show, right? They've been, they've not really done, showed off a lot of stuff. Like, where's that Splinter Cell game? I think that they lost their, their director, right? And they were going to get a new um director um like that's gotta that remake that's gotta be doing something where's like a new rainbow six game i mean that team they can't be only doing siege um i know we had to put out extraction man but that's also not a big team like it didn't feel that big of a game it felt because i think that that was supposed to be an expansion of siege and they made it into their own game so rainbow six like ubisoft's huge rainbow six has a lot of people on there like they used to pump out rainbow six games um siege how that game was they kind of kept a flow of content so i mean it seems like they've slowed on that do so. they still make content for that game yes but not nearly as much okay. um like they were putting out pumping out content for a long time because i wonder if they're afraid of moving on from siege because they can't come out 2015 a, i know but like that <laughs> game was such a big success like i'm surprised yeah. there hasn't been a siege 2 or anything like i just wonder if they're just kind of worried about moving on from there and trying to honor we're gonna get a vegas 383 at e3. i would love that that's what it's gonna be called I'm i would you. love vegas that. i mean you gotta add a single player option for me but uh yes well it does i mean the vegas games did yeah for sure but like i, I could see them also just being like there isn't one in there but uh Ooh, how about a new instead of like ghost recon advanced warfare warfare fighter get it like a new like future soldier that type of like game futuristic mm-hmm. or get something like that like those games are cool um any sort of rainbow six where do they bring patriot back you remember that yeah didn't that get turned into siege though 
uh, that's what people think. But there was a lot in that trailer that is not really in Siege. So sure. bring Patriot back. Remember they 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 threw the guy off the building and he yeah. Blew I'm trying up to remember him. that trailer. It was a cool trailer. Get, yeah, he had like a bomb strapped to him and they kicked him off the thing and he exploded in the middle of the city. That'd be bad. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, other Ubisoft yeah, stuff, stuff we know about. We know about the Avatar game, right? That's the Avatar game. We, right. we haven't seen straight up gameplay of that, so that's probably this there. fall. It should be right. I, I think they said before next physical year, so it could be next March or whatever too. Mm-hmm. But it should be out within the next year, and then um, the Assassin's Creed Mirage game, right? That's yes, uh, we for sure. Straight up gameplay of that. That should be coming out probably the fall, right? Yeah. Something like that. Traditional Assassin's Creed time slot. So yeah, they do got a lot to show. Of course, uh, Just Dance twenty twenty whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Can't wait oh, for that. Love it. Um, are they gonna do we get one? any other Assassin's Creed stuff? I mean, they got like ninety of them in development, so why yeah. not? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, where's uh, where's the live service Assassin's Creed thing or whatever? True. So yeah, any of that could be there. Uh, we yeah, new Rayman. Looking forward to this show. Where's Rayman at? Where's he been? Who knows? He's just buried under piles and piles of rabbits. You know, he can't. He oh, can't think no. him out of there. <laughs> That's just, a fate worse than death. Yeah. He's, <laughs> oh, man. My boy Rayman's just trapped under there. <laughs> he's just trying to get trying out. Trying to get his one hand out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a new Rayman. Those Origins and Legends are awesome. I never beat Legends. I need to go back and beat Legends because that game is awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we look forward to that. Next up. Uh, Bloomhouse Productions is opening a sub subsidiary called Bloomhouse Games, where the company will be publishing new and original horror games. Uh, let me click in here because there are some other details with this. The games will be for console, PC, and mobile, made by indie studios, budget around ten million or below. And That's Don Schechler really from PlayStation will be the CFO. Hmm. They kind of poached a PlayStation guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cheap. One to ten million is maybe for a I don't know, maybe for a movie that you can kind of get away with making kind of lower budget indies for that. But like games are expensive, especially even for indies because these guys they make some cheap shit. Yeah, (laughs) you know, I I like some of their horror. Like they made the recent Halloween movies and stuff like that. Um, Happy Death Day, Megan, right? Those games, yeah, whatever the fuck that is. (laughs) I haven't seen that. M three gen. I'm three. I don't know what that um, is. I don't. I don't want to know what that little is. girl. No, like I know what it is, but like, like I don't. I don't know what that movie is. I want to watch that. Movie. I don't want to watch that movie. It just freaks me out. I don't. know. I know. What's I, going that's on why I want to watch it. I just don't. I want to watch Winnie Winnie the Pooh Blood Blood and Honey. That's oh, about to dude, come out. Just that's, that's supposed to be really. Apparently, good. it's bad, it's and I want to watch really it. Good, Daniel. Oh, I'm gonna have a great Winnie time. The Pooh. I, I like how we're getting a creepy Winnie the Pooh and a creepy Pinocchio yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm I'm. i like this i like this idea uh we need more people to do this because what like annapurna did this right um sky skybound did the same or not sky sky dance with uh, amy hennig these a lot of these big studio uh big movie studio studios are like oh games are making way more money than we are maybe we should kind of invest in games so they just uh blumhouse needs to really realize that it number one it's expensive to make games number two it takes a long time and you need people number three you need people yeah so. i was gonna say maybe bump that budget up a little bit with some of these yeah some of these guys i i like the idea though just letting a bunch of indie studios giving them money to make horror games because that's a cool idea you can get really creative in the horror space right especially yeah. inside of games so 
I guess you could make that kind of stuff for cheap, but uh, you know, I, I would like something really good to come out of this. So maybe maybe up that budget just a bit. Yeah, go like oh the the person whoever made Signalis. I, it's a game I didn't get to play. Yeah, whoever made Signalis, go get them to make a, another cool Resident Evil old school Resident Evil style game. Right, boom, there you go. That can't be like too expensive. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah stuff like that. All right, Daniel. Well, that's oh, cool. one more thing. Yeah, with that, uh, because they are who they are. If they own all those IPs, they can make I- those IPs into games. I'm not sure they do. You know, like, do they own the That's Halloween IP? That's just my IP? question. Yeah. No, not Halloween, but like any of the, like, M3 Gen. Do they M3 own M3 Gen? You can you make, you make, make an, an M3 Gen game? game? Yeah. That sounds terrifying. I'm not playing that. Do they own the Get Out IP, or does Jordan Peele own the Get Out IP? Mm, that's, you do not own it. Let's expand the Get Out universe. Yeah, I don't know exactly. if we want that. <laughs> I don't know if we want that. Just throwing that out there. They, if they own any of those IPs. Happy Death Day could be a video game already. You know? It, a, just respawn. Dying and respawn. Yeah, dude, those movies are really good. Yeah, the, where's like, the third one? Those are one? great. They should make a third one. Get ahead and go go do that. I can't yeah. I can't remember what else Blue Mouse does, but uh, yeah, I don't know. They do a bunch of shit. I wish it was the, uh, what's the Midsummer guy? Let him make a video Oh, game. Ari Aster. Yeah, let's get that guy making a game. Let's get him to make a game. Just that direct just the game. disturbing as fuck. Oh my god. Let it be cinematic. Yeah. It could even be, like, very, you know, it could be a very short experience, but, like, let it be a game. Because he and will I destroy your brain. Yeah, he'll destroy your brain <laughs> and you won't be able to sleep for months. No, because it's a game, you're doing it, it's going to be even worse. I still like, sometimes when I'm going to sleep and my room's dark, I, I still sometimes like shine my phone light on the on the corner of my yeah. ceiling just to make sure, you know, because you, you never know. Is, has anybody called him? Up. Has anybody called him? Make sure he's OK. Dude, who knows? Like, I mean, Ari, he's, out there, okay? he's out there making a movie with Joaquin Phoenix now, and I just can't imagine the room <laughs> being in a room with those two, you know, <laughs> like it, you would not come out of that room the same person just listening to those two talk. <laughs> All right, Daniel, that's going to do it for the news of the week. We'll now move on to what we've been playing. Daniel, what have you been playing? Uh, not a ton. I, I, wish, I wish I could play more. Uh, I'm playing some Harry Potter. Uh, watched Harry a, Potter. I'm still trying to finish that, that Psych Odyssey doc, documentary, so that's taking a lot of the little time that I have to play, so I understand um, it's three years long, so it's yeah, take it's you a while. 20, 20 hours or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm like, I think I've put another four hours since in in this past week, um, into Harry Potter. Um, I I guess to kind of tell you where I stopped, I played a little bit last night. I got to no no big spoilers, but uh, Professor Fig was like getting back from the ministry. He went to go to the ministry. Okay. Uh, and uh, I had a mission go see him. So that's kind of where I stopped in terms of the story. Um, Did I'm you not get sure to the next further. season? Did you get to fall? No. Okay. Well, there's a part where it goes straight up and okay. it's just falling. Well, I'm sure we're going to get Christmas. And, and yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You get all the, It's actually really cool. It turns into fall. There's like pumpkins everywhere and stuff Ooh. for Halloween. Yeah, I can't wait to get the winter. I guess I can wait. But, uh, I always think of Christmas when I think of Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are set around Christmas, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. Um, I got to see Professor Garlic. Like, I don't know where this character has been. 
your the whole life. Oh, yeah, or my whole life. <laughs> your whole life. You don't know where this character is. I'm right there with you, you know. Just, uh, wow. Need some extra tutoring with her, you know. <laughs> I was waiting for the joke. <laughs> it's not just you. It was so funny because you texted me that on, uh, on the Discord and all you said was, Professor Garlic. That's it. That's all you need to know. And I knew exactly what you were talking about. Oh, 100%. Like, yep. Knew exactly. Yep. A hundred percent. Professor Garlic. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I got I I don't have a broom, I don't think, yet, but I did the class. Okay. Do I have the broom yet? Uh, class? I think you got to go buy one. There's a mission okay. to go buy one. There's so a mission probably to go like buy your one? next okay. mission is to go buy the broom. But okay. yeah. Yeah, I did that mission where I flew around. Um... I the have a question. Fun. I like the the yeah. flying. It's I mean, it, it, maybe it's not the most fun, but it is just very cool. The controls are a little weird. Yeah, they're, they're definitely a little weird. You can right see stick. why they couldn't put in Quidditch in this one, because like it would not. You need a way to make that like really fast and uh, frenetic and stuff. I think to... you need to remove the up and down on mm -hmm. the stick and make it the triggers. Yeah, and then you know I think that would alleviate a lot of that. Um, there's almost certainly going to be a sequel to this game and they're going to have to put Quidditch in that one so they're going to have to redo the broom flying pretty much entirely yeah, definitely um, well, I was going to ask you a question oh Very no spoil no, no big spoilers but you could just tell me I don't really care when you get the questions so it's happened a couple of times with Natty and with Sebastian Is it, that's his name right Sebastian yeah uh, with Sebastian. both of them it's like uh should i tell them more of what me and fig know i i i've been telling them not anything yet yeah i i don't know how me? much this ends up mattering yeah i have no idea i don't i don't think this ends up mattering i don't okay. think i yeah i don't think the dialogue options really go into anything i don't think they actually end up mattering okay. yeah so i just ended up i told daddy and sebastian pretty quickly but like the oh, other teachers, I end up just like not saying anything to it. Like when um the Weasley teacher, I forget her name, uh when she Professor asked, Weasley. yeah, I'm always like lying to her, like no, nothing. Okay, it's just I don't know if I should be telling them or not. I don't want to like, oh, you didn't trust us, and then we're not we're not gonna help you or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, I've been playing a lot less of the game. It's uh. I don't know, the charm is kind of wearing off on me, and I'm kind of seeing it for more of just, like, the open-world game that it is, you know? And, yeah. uh, it's good, but it's not, it's not great. There's, again, a lot of the mission structure, especially a lot of the side quests and stuff, are very fetch questy, and a lot of, it, the main story is just not pulling me in, you know? It's just, mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know if it's just me not being super into Harry Potter or what, but it's just not really doing it for me. I'm not, like, super in love with any of the characters or anything. I'm interested in knowing what's going on, but not, like, super interested. It's like, you know, I'm taking it or leaving. I like the game. I think it's a good game, but it's just uh, a little rough around the edges with uh, some of the stuff, you know? Yeah, I guess that, that helps me. It tells me I'm doing a I'm doing okay by just doing the story. Yeah. That's no, really definitely. Really I think just sticking with the... I, that's probably what I'll end up doing is just sticking with the main path story and just ending up beating it, you know? Because it's just... You know, once the charm of the world wears off, it, you really just see it for like, okay, this is just another open world game that doesn't really do too much innovative, innovative from, from other open world games. Yeah, I mean, for me, as much as... I, you know, I grew up with this IP and stuff, so I, I really like seeing 
the castle and and and, and Hogsmeade and stuff. So and that like, stuff it, really got me too at first. And like it's so charming and the level of detail and the attention to detail is so cool and stuff like that. It's just once all that wears off, you really just see it for like okay, this is just another open world game. Yeah, I think if I I know that you know hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? But if I were to recommend them what to do with the game, I would have. I probably would have told them to scale back. Yeah. I do not think the world needed to be as big as it is. You know, I think it's it's so fucking big. And like, you could have just had, I know last week I said I was surprised that it wasn't just Hogsmeade and Hogwarts and like some little areas around it and stuff like that. Yeah, this this is the three things that should have just been. Um, Hogwarts, Hogsmeade, the little town, and then the Forbidden Forest, because it's in the movies as well. And that's all you needed. You didn't need to do anything else yet. You could have hinted at other things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And because like a lot of the stuff around it too just seems there just for side missions and stuff like that. Like you go exploring and you go like way off and stuff. It's just like okay, I'm clearly not supposed to be here yet. You know, like there's gonna be a mission or something around this area of why I should be here. So it's not you know, and a lot of the stuff looks very samely samey too when he gets outside of Hogwarts and Hogsmeade and stuff. So yeah, it's the game is definitely a bit bloated. I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Um. And I think, too, like, I'm just not super in the mood for Giant. Like, when, when I realized how big this game was, I was just like, I'm not really in the mood for this right now, you know? Like, I'm not in the mood for, like, this giant RPG experience. Because like, I thought it was more of a contained experience, but it, it really is just, like, a giant fucking game. Yeah, we get so many open world games at this point. So. Yeah, that you really do have to be, like, picky and choosy of which ones you're going to play in your time in or how like you that. play them yeah that too but yeah i mean i still think it's a great game i think the combat's great too and it's just uh you know it's wearing off on me a bit yeah i guess i'm not going to do now you've really reaffirmed me to not do any side stuff yeah just i mean if you're interested in one of the characters you know like if you really like natty and she asks you to do a side quest go do it because like you will get cool story stuff through that but uh you know they aren't like cool missions you know like it is always just like go in this cave fight these goblins, grab this thing, give it back to Natty. She'll give you more story stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, I like those characters, but I, I'll just stick with the story and see where they put them in. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm much. right there with you. What I have been playing okay. a lot, though, Daniel, is Metroid oh. Prime Remastered. Oh, I yes. was not prepared for yes. this. I oh, did not I, know you were I jumped this. into this. Um, okay. I like this game. I like this game a lot. Okay. I, I, I do have some points where I hate it, though. There is... You hate the Metroid A type of Metroid I hate the backtracking. Yeah. I hate the backtracking because there is a lot of backtracking. And it's just like it is these areas are very big that they make you go in. I guess we'll start off with the negatives. The, these areas are very big that you go in and they will make you go all the way back to other areas and not and it's just like is enemies. There no zipping around? Not really. Like, sometimes there'll be, like, a shortcut to get back there, and they'll plant it there, like, on purpose, you know, so so you can get back there very quickly, and that stuff's cool. But, like, a lot of times... So there's, there's like, this system where the game will give you a hint to where the next item you're supposed to get is, your next upgrade or whatever, and, uh, it, it, like, a, a question mark will pop up on a certain point of the map, and you just go around that question mark and then find it from there. Uh, and I like that. I like it when it does pop up. But the thing is, I do not know how to trigger that pop up. So sometimes I'll get a new weapon upgrade and, and, and the question mark won't pop up for like another hour. 
and I'll just be running mm. around, not aimlessly, because, like, you know, I'll get the upgrade where, like, um, there's one where you can walk underwater now, you know, and, like, you can move really quickly and fight underwater and stuff like that. So now I get that, and I'm like, okay, I saw a bunch of water in a bunch of different places, so let's go to all the water points where I saw, like, water you could walk on and then go there and then walk under there and see what I can find. But the problem is, like, I'll do that, and then I'll, I'll think of a spot, I'll go underwater, walk there, I'll find another door, and it'll be like, oh, you don't have the right upgrade to get past this door now. And it's like, okay, so I wasn't supposed to be here. So I'm just kind of aimlessly walking around until that question mark pops up, and I just don't know how to trigger the question mark thing. So th mm. th there's definitely some frustrations. But I do like the game quite a bit. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, the... The music, I gotta shout out the music. The music is the main thing here. Dude, the music is so good. Metroid's music is always awesome. Bro, it's it is so all the time. good. Even just like the yeah. sound effects of the menu yep. and stuff like that Classic, are so good. so good. So you didn't good. play Dread at all, right? No. Yeah. I, this is my first Metroid game. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't know I've, if you ever I've never played into one, one in general. Ever. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, the music is so good. Uh, it's not really a combat game, you know? It's not... It, like don't don't think of it as a first it's about exploring shooter. yeah it's about yeah. exploring uh, they're shooting but you just lock on to things right so it's just like you know it, it's cool too because like a lot of the enemies are kind of more of a puzzle than they are actually just sit there aim and shoot like there's there's a certain weapon you need to kill this enemy or something like that or you got to switch your equipment and stuff to, to to fight this enemy there's a lot of really good environmental puzzles in this game like there's a lot of really cool stuff with the morph ball and stuff like that um you get a lot of upgrades for the morph ball too or like some sections are like platforming sections now with the morph ball and you're like rolling around doing that stuff that stuff's really fun uh yeah I'm, i mean i'm having a good time it's just uh the backtracking is really getting to me sometimes i get very frustrated with it yeah i mean i, I know you're not a big metroidvania person and like i could see that being a negative you know like... i am but like eh. Like, I mean, I don't know. What do you consider a Metroidvania? Like, a lot of games are Metroidvania. Like, I love Arkham Asylum and stuff. That's a Metroidvania. True. Even that Dead Space is, has right. Metroidvania elements, yes. right? So it's I mean, like, From Games? Yeah, From Games, too, especially. Yeah, there's a lot of that. The boss fights, too, in this game are excellent. There's a lot of really yeah. cool boss fights in this game. But yeah, it's just... Yeah, no, it's a very good game. I think you'll like it a lot. Uh, the, the way the story is presented to you, so you're scanning everything, right? You, you can scan, like, pretty much anything. And you get a lot of story bits through that. Like, you, like, learn more about the boss you're fighting or an enemy or whatever. And then, like, you can also scan. So you, you're on this planet pretty much, and, like, this ancient race has died out on this planet. And uh, you, you're, like, trying to find out what they left behind. And there's, like, this whole prophecy thing that they left behind. And you're, like, reading a lot about that. And it's actually, like, about Samus and, like, about what you're doing. So the, the way they present the story there is actually really cool. It's not, like, dialogue or anything. But you're just, like, reading text from all of that. And it's a cool way to go about it. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've always thought that this would be, like, one of my favorite games ever if I played it. Like, yeah. As much as I love Oh, I can see why people that play it when this game came out 2002 originally yeah somewhere around there yeah. somewhere around there i can see why people hold it up in such high regards for it being way back then like there's some stuff here that i'm just like wow this was made in 2002 that's pretty crazy you know yeah let's see what else i want to bring up here again the music i just gotta i mean the music is excellent but yeah it really is just the backtracking that's really holding me back from loving it because it is just so much. And sometimes I'm just walking around fighting the same things over and over again. Because the enemies just respawn. And it's just the same enemy. It's nothing surprising. So it's just like sometimes I'm just fighting the same thing over and over again. Until that question mark pops up. And that gets yeah. very annoying. 
Yeah, that's just a Metroidvania. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't uh, have made that how do you like so the... big, but uh, yeah. How do you like the visuals? They're great. I mean, it's not like the best looking game ever, but uh, I mean, I, I saw gameplay of the original the other day, and I was like, wow, yeah, they really did a lot here. They could have called this a remake if they wanted to. Like, they, they could have gone full on and called it that, but uh, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it it looks great from everything I've seen. I have I bought the physical one, but I'd have to like look at in, in my tracking. I think I saw a story today saying that all of the uh, um, the Amazon physical copies are being delayed. Really? And that people can't find any more because they they're just I guess they didn't make a ton yet. But like I I bought mine from Amazon. I'd have to look and see the shipping. But yeah, I don't know when I'm gonna get it. Or even when I can get to it. April sounds like a good time to get to that game for me. But I, because I, I have Harry Potter, like a Dragon Ishin, which I have downloaded. And like, I'm like, Harry Potter, you better be done soon. <laughs> <laughs> like a Dragon's waiting for me, okay? Um, there's some small games I would like to try still. A Space for the Unbound is one of them. I still haven't played um, Your Move is Hustle or something. What, I forget the name. What is the name of that game? Your move is hustle. What? Uh, your only move is hustle. Yeah, I'll talk about the game eventually. Okay. But, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna get to that game soon. As soon as I get it. Yeah, I don't know what my plan is here. I I mean, I'm gonna get through Metroid. I still gotta go back and beat that Space Remake. I didn't I didn't beat it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I gotta do that. Um, I I want to beat Hogwarts still. Wolong looks interesting to me, so if that comes out and that gets great reviews, I'm going to be interested like in that. Like, next week? Yeah, I know. And then, yeah, Resident Evil. I, I would like to get through all of that before Resident Evil 4 Remake. Um, yeah, the end I know. Of March. Me too. Yeah, if I can get through everything I want to get through before then, I think I'll be in good shape. I I would like to, but it's not looking good for me. Not, not looking pretty, yeah. Because then once once Star Wars hits at the end of April, you're I mean, it's over because <laughs> yeah. that hits. Then two weeks after that is uh, Tears of the Kingdom, and it's just like, and boom. then a few weeks after that, Justice League, and yeah. then and then June, June has three and games. Then June's just <laughs> fucked. <laughs> like June's just fucked. maybe Starfield as well. Oh no! It, it, and then you're done. And then it's just done. Just end me. Yeah, end it. Don't need any games from there. Yep. All right, then. You got a game for me? I do. Uh, when Daddy's away, the the boys will play. Uh, I have another tier maker for us. This one should be a little easier. Um, maybe you don't have history with some of these, and maybe I don't either. But I'm going to rank the Assassin's Creed games. Oh, okay. okay. It's a series that I think we both like a lot. Maybe not every game, but in certain ones we like a lot. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see where some we'll put some of these. I think people will uh, hate our list because we hate the recent ones. <laughs> I don't know if hate because I yeah maybe not there's hate, a lot that I like. About I dislike them, but... them a lot more than than I did the older ones. Mm. Uh, we'll start with Assassin's Creed One. Okay, uh, we're doing like A B C S A S A B C D F. Okay, um, this is an interesting game. Just one of those games that like when you first pop in 360, you're just like holy. It kind of changed the industry a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it really did, especially with, like, how big the world was and how beautiful it yeah. all looked and stuff. Um, I mean, it's not a great game, right? They didn't really nail down. I think it. it's a good game. Sure, but, like, they didn't really nail down what Assassin's Creed was until 2, right? And, like, make yeah. it refined and really good until then. So I put it probably B, C. I was thinking B. B, B yeah, sounds I'm cool good. with B. Yeah. 
It's also the first. Cool game. Cool story. Starting I love a franchise. the twist ending of that game. I love that. That was so cool yeah. back then. Uh, then, speaking of, Assassin's Creed 2. Assassin's Creed 2. Just still my favorite one, probably. Uh, it's love Assassin's my Creed second favorite. Yeah, the story is very good in Assassin's Creed 2. Uh, the world is super cool. Ezio. I mean, Ezio, Ezio is one of the best characters of all time. One of the best characters of all time, for sure. I mean, it's this an S tier game for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Brotherhood, which mm. I have actually less Brotherhood and Revelations. I didn't play a lot. I love Brotherhood. Um, Sloan likes Brotherhood more than two. I, I I think you could make an argument that it's better than two. I don't like it more than two, but I think it's probably the better game, honestly. Okay, so do you think it's also S? I'd probably go with A with that one because it doesn't a. just yeah, it doesn't doesn't have that oomph. So I screw okay. two, two does you know. Okay. Uh, and then Revelations. Do you Revelation. have any history of Revelations? Yeah, I beat Revelations. I beat all okay. of these up until we got to like the Xbox One gen. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, Revelations was was good. A bit of a wrap up story for Ezio's character, stuff like that. Um, it felt more like an in between thing between Assassin's Creed two and three. I know Brotherhood was too, but that felt more like a full game. This this almost felt like DLC for Brotherhood. That makes sense. Um, okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'll go B. On I remember that, that hook being pretty cool. Yeah. 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 There's like that. There's like the stuff. really cool hint towards Assassin's Creed Three at the end of this one, where you like see the Statue of Liberty or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, mm. yeah. So B, do you think it's above Assassin's Creed One? Mm, go one below that. One below. Uh, okay. Put it in B. One below. Uh, then we'll just do uh, Assassin's Creed Three. I like this game i, do I don't love the game um, out to connor. and i kind of fell off of it yeah connor was pretty cool i like seeing um america in that era right i thought that was pretty cool and this is the first time they introduced the the ship stuff yeah um i think there's a lot there that was really good but i think that they kind of didn't completely nail it yeah, there's a lot to like, especially the setting. The setting was such a cool idea, especially at the time. It was like, wow, we get nothing like this, you know, like around yeah. that time period and stuff. And it just sounded so cool. It just it was a shame it didn't all come together in the end. But I, I liked it. I think uh, the new uh, traversal system they kind of put in where you could like, oh, hop yeah, on the you move into the trees and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that really kind of cool. stuff was cool. There's that really cool part where the ship's shooting at you and you got to like run through that whole town and you're like running on the rooftops and stuff like that. There's some cool stuff there. The uh, the island too, or whatever, where you can like make your own community around that island. Do you remember this? Uh, a little bit. I didn't yeah. play. I didn't play it as much as you. It sounds like that was actually really cool back then. So there, there actually is a lot I like about this game. But yeah, the story kind of falls flat. Um, some other stuff. The combat didn't feel as like refined and stuff as you as you'd wanted to. But yeah, I, I like this game. I put it in B still. Uh. Where probably with bottom would be, bottom would be, yeah. Okay. Then we have Assassin's Creed. Um, is the other one here too? Yeah, so, um, right at the same time here, we had two a two a double release. We had Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Rogue. Oh, interesting. I forgot Rogue about Rogue, I've never played game. Rogue. Yeah, I, I haven't either, so. I don't really want to rank it. Yeah. But I know that Rogue is you, you play more um, as a Templar, right? Yeah. Or it's like an like assassin. 
I'm not. I'm not 100. I can't remember sure. either. Entirely. I know that people like Rogue a lot, actually. Do they? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, mostly focused around the ship combat, or like there's just a lot of that in there. But yeah, I'm not I'm, entirely I'm sure. Not, but there's a lot in Black Flag. Yeah. Um, and I I really like Black Flag a lot. I do too. Um, a lot of the ship stuff. Edward's pretty cool. Yeah, I think they really made the ship stuff like good here. You know, like it was there yeah. in three, but now it's like really good in four. And uh, yeah, yeah, the main character is really cool in this one. Um, you know, just being a pirate is fucking dope, right? Yeah. Where would you put this at? Probably A. Could even go S. I would think it's above Brotherhood. Yeah, let's put it S. Okay. Put it at S. Bottom below Assassin's Creed Two. Um. Then we have Unity. This is where I fell off, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never played Unity. I, I, I know that people that will defend Unity for its story and stuff. Yeah. I know that it had a messy launch. Yeah, I, but... I just, that's all I know it from, is that, like, the launch was super messy. I'm sure they fixed it over time, right? But, uh, I mean, that's kind of why I never played it, because it was just, once it launched, it was just like, this game's a complete glitch mess, you know? And I was just like, okay, guess I'll check that out sometime later, and I still never have. Okay, we'll put it at C, then. Okay. Did you play this um, one? I did not play Unity. You didn't? Okay. Um, but I did play Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah, and it's sad that it didn't sell because of Unity. Unity yeah. really affected Unity Syndicate did fuck so bad. Yeah, it, it affected it so bad they took time off. They took a year off before Origins. Yeah. Um, I this is my favorite, is and it? I okay. I played this on the show. Yeah, this is what I a lot of people say play. is that this is the best Assassin's Creed game, and that no one think no one talks about at all. Yeah. Um. Just because I'll put a bottom of S, sure. I'll compromise a little, but I think it's an S tier. I think it's I think it's the best one. Yeah, um, I'm sure it is. I would actually love to play this one at some point. I just uh, you know, find the time. Um, yeah, it's very. I think I told you this when I was playing it on the show. It's very. I think of like the Arkham games. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. You have a grappling hook. You're like yeah, yeah, launching yeah. yourself to things and stuff. It's this very. Like, you play as like two different characters in this one too, right? You play as a brother and a sister. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, then do we want to rank the three new ones? Yeah, I mean, I've played them. I haven't I've, I've beaten them, but I've played I have only played one ones. of them. Okay. So, did you play Origin? I did. Okay, where I would you put played Origin? A good, I probably played Origins more than I played the other two. Probably, oh, okay. I, I think I put, like, a good 30-ish hours in Origins. Um, yeah, this is where Assassin's Creed really changes, and it becomes this giant open-world game. Uh, very inspired. It was it inspired by The Witcher? Yeah, it must have been. What, what year ish, was this game? Yeah, yeah, twenty fifteen. It, it felt uh, like it was very much inspired by Witcher three. Yeah, and uh, I just don't think it works for Assassin's Creed. It's not what I want out of Assassin's Creed. It just becomes very generic open world to me, and it's uh. You know, not that I don't like that stuff, but it's just like I don't need it again. I don't need it in the Assassin's Creed game. And for really, for me, with these three games in particular, it's the combat. I do not find the combat fun in these original games, in these three newer games. You know, I just think it's very, it's very jack of all trades, master of none. You know, it's, uh, yeah. with these games, like stuff here is good, but it's not great. Like the nothing about it is great. Like the combat felt great in Assassin's Creed 2. You know, the stealth felt great in Assassin's Creed 2. The story was great in Assassin's Creed 2. You know, these last three have just nothing about it is great. It's all just fine and there. I like a lot of Odyssey. Um, I think my biggest issue more than it is like the combat for me, I would I want more stealth in it and I want them to be not as big as they are. Yeah, they're so big. I mean, they're giant. 
It's 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 so big that it I don't even want to play it. Like, yeah, it's daunting when you back out on the map of these. It's I mean a lot yeah. like we were just talking about with Hogwarts. Like you back out on the map on these and you're just like, holy shit, why is there so much here? Yeah, it's crazy. So would you rank any of them? I don't know if I feel comfortable ranking any of them because I never okay. beat them and like maybe they come together at the end. But uh, yeah, I mean I I'd, I'd rank them all lowest. You know, if I'm being honest, they're like, F's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all. Uh, no, I mean I'd put them all below the uh, the other ones. Even below Unity. Already. Okay, maybe not. Well, again, I haven't played Unity, so like I'm not okay. particularly ranking. I put them it at C. Just, yeah, I mean I'm sure they're fine. I know they got an audience, obviously, and they're huge and people love them. But just uh, not. For I me. think Cassandra puts it like at an A. Cassandra by, is by a herself. Character. I'll give it that for sure. By herself, she it's like an A. Yeah, I think. Well, that's it. Okay. That's assassin. Are we gonna rank the uh Michael Fassbender movie? I have not watched it. <laughs> uh, that's, an, that's an S, let me tell you. S T Double S right there. Double S. Love it. Let's go, Michael Fassbender. Where's the sequel? Good Where's question. Where's the sequel? Netflix making all this Ubi stuff. Ubisoft stuff. Let's get let's get going on a sequel there, you know. Aren't they making an Assassin's Creed thing? Yeah. Is is this supposed to be animated? Hopefully it's animated. I don't know. Make an animated. Where's De- Devil May Cry with Adi Shankar? He's making Devil May Cry. Uh, he announced that, that like years ago. Where is that? Yeah, we need all that. Let's get going, Netflix. Where's the Bioshock movie? You know, what are we doing? What are we doing? Who knows? Crazy. Who knows? That's going to do it for the Nerd Gods podcast. Episode 159. Thank you so much for watching. Please remember to subscribe to us over at youtube.com slash nerdgods. You can also find us on all audio platforms. Daniel, anything else you want to say? Um, I was listening to my album th- uh, today. Uh, check out my album called Catharsis. Uh, I put out. it out sometime last year. It's on the same really channel you're on right now if you're on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it should be our pinned video. Uh, I was re- I'm really proud of that album. Uh, it- it's not perfect, um, but yeah. I was, in a- I was in a headspace when I made it, and um, I'm really proud of it. I'll go check it out, people. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.